Magic. Right. Welcome, everybody, um, to our monthly guest expert session. Uh, we've got Andrew with us today, and I will let you, Andrew, introduce yourself, if that's okay. Hello, everyone. So nice to be here. As Lix mentioned earlier, I'm a personal trainer and a coach, and I'm really focusing on people who are high performers, and they really always want to hit their peak performance. And this is sometimes trouble because there is too many things to do, and sometimes you lose the focus, you are tired, you are exhausted, you are burned. So that's what I'm focusing on, really to help you out to be your best performing person amazing i love that i know that's definitely something that i've struggled with in the past so i'm sure there's plenty of people in the group here who feel exactly the same um so i think you're going to take us through through some things that we can do to kind of improve that aren't you yes so as i said we will especially focus on one thing and i have prepared a little presentation as well so you can see the slides which is gonna be easier because when you see something sometimes people need to hear sometimes people need to see some people need demonstration so it's easier let Amazing. me share the screen with you okay share oops i think it's coming and we want this one here brilliant so can you see my screen yes Perfect. I can't see myself now. Doesn't matter. <laughs> can you see yourself? <laughs> we can still see you. Oh, perfect. Okay. So the topic which I prepared for you is the biggest secret on how to maintain your peak performance mode. And I would like you to guess what do you think? What is it? Like this one thing, if you really focus on it, you always can keep your peak performance. Oh, I've got no idea. Mm, I'm, sure, um, I'm sure you do. <laughs> As I show you the next slide. And do, do you know if we have somebody watching, if they can give us some guess in the comments or something? Um, or maybe I can tag on Facebook as well. Yeah. I'm not uh, sure anyone's joined us yet. Um, what would it be? I think my guess would probably be consistency. But I don't know. Oh yeah, that's that's one thing of it. Consistency is amazing. It's this all of it. Okay, I see we are live. Yeah, but we have no one yet. Let's see. Let's move it. And the big secret is self-care. <laughs> so very good guys, Lexi, and it's very uh true. And what I want to focus on is uh, priority. That if you prioritize yourself. The thing is that we have thousand things on the list normally. People have businesses, they have jobs, they have family, kids, or pets, parents, grandparents, neighbors, and list goes on and on and on. But what I would like to know is where on the list are you? Are you at the top? <laughs> and if you are, perfect, congratulations. <laughs> if you are not, you need to work on it. And normally you work on it in self-care and in the four areas, which I will mention later. But before, I want to say, like, why is it important that you are priority? It is important because once you function perfectly well, everything functions really well. It means the world around you. Once you are performing your highest because you are the person who looks after yourself, then everything else, what I mentioned before, what is on your list, is super easy and it functions perfectly well. Do you agree with me, Lexi? 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and especially today we will be looking at the movement, yeah? Four areas of the self-care, if you join them all together, they really work perfectly well. So you don't want to only look at one thing, but you want to see all four things. One of them is movement, second is nutrition, then it's mindset and recovery. So for me today, I will especially cover movement. We can speak a little bit about nutrition if we have time. Alexis is expert, I think, in mindset, so she always gives you all good tips. And then recovery is the one. What I mean by this four? For example, if you are a really active person, but you don't eat really well, nothing is going to happen because you are still going to be exhausted and tired because your body doesn't get the proper fuel. Then if you eat well, but you always think that, oh, I don't look good, my body, like uh, I'm too big or I'm too chubby. So you have negative mindset. Then again, you can eat really well, but nothing is going to happen. Something is always there with this, like uh, an obstacle to your best performing self. And the last thing, even if you think positively and you are happy in your body, if you don't take time to take a break to recover, suddenly you burn out because you're super busy. So it's all linked together. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like the fact that they, they kind of all feed into each other and you can't, you won't be successful if you have one without the others. Exactly. Sure yeah. So that's why. Mm -hmm. And what, what I do with my clients, I'm focusing on all four of them because that's what we found out after a long time of experience that one is not enough. So let's move to movement. I will move it to the next slide. And here we go. Regarding the movement, the biggest problem what I have with people is that they have no time to move because there is a lot of different things they need to do. They put the activity somewhere to the end and they then never do it. And what Lix mentioned already, consistency. Sometimes you do it, then you don't have time, you skip, and that's when it comes really badly. And you lose all your energy or your motivation. And by the end of the week, then you are exhausted, tired, and you have no mood to perform or do anything. Absolutely. I'm reading a book at the moment actually called The Happiness Project. And something they mention in that is that um it's not what you do every so often that matters but what you do every day which i think ties into this which i really like that quote really nice i love it too that's that's exactly what i want to say about it so i'll stay here for a while and let's see uh the pictures yeah uh first one move more often what we want to say that for example you are uh, really unhappy that you don't have time to go to the gym for one hour. Yeah, You have no one hour to go to the gym and do your exercise, even though you like it. Now, you don't have to go to the gym if you don't have time to go there because you waste lots of time traveling there and maybe back. You can do something else and you want to make the activity shorter and you want to just uh, fit it in your day. For example, you have pictures here, yeah? There is a lady, she's dancing, she put her headphones on. So what you can do, you can just simply put headphones on or just put loud music on for one song and have a good dance during a day, yeah? It counts as a movement. And if you do a couple of these during the days, then suddenly it compiles together. And in total, maybe he will be training for one hour a day if you do four small, 10 minutes um, or 15 minutes breaks for the movement. 
that's a great idea finding little little ways to bring kind of movement into your into your day so yeah i like the idea i like the idea of a dance party just as it sounds fun things like um something i read in an, um somewhere else was like when you're boiling the kettle just stand and do some squats and things like that just find little ways exactly. of moving during the things you're already doing brilliant that's that's a good one yeah and like when we compare it with eating for example yeah normally how many times per day do you eat oh god so many so many so like how many do you eat how many times um so probably three main meals and then two or three snacks yeah so if you just compare it numbers normally everybody eats three times definitely yeah Mm -hmm. breakfast lunch and dinner and now if you compare it how much you move per day how many times do you move uh like structured exercise i would do one perfect (laughs) (laughs) anything else um i guess getting up from my desk to go to the toilet or to get a drink or to answer the door little things like that excellent really good and that's what you want you want to keep moving yeah so even mm. for example when you are working and you have the job where you are sitting and typing it's good for example to stand up for maybe 20 minutes and have your standing station which mm. is really good then as Lexi mentioned like go and go for a walk like when you go to the toilet Oh, oops, we moved. <laughs> Sorry. When we go to the toilets, for example, on the way there, on the way back, you can do some lunges, for example, and it's how it counts. Yes. Yeah? So That's more agreed. often you move, suddenly your body is feeling fresher and more mm. energetic. You get that vibe, you know? For example, for me, when I'm super tired, I always do some exercise because it always awakens me. Yeah, absolutely. Does it work for you, same? Yeah, definitely. So that's, for me, it's the best, like, thing. When I feel like I'm working, I have no energy, I'm super tired, the only thing is, like, some kind of movement, anything, anything you do, especially, like, for example, the dance, which is here, that's amazing. Then secondly, there is thing that choose activity that you enjoy. This is another problem. Many people say, oh, I don't like exercise. I don't like going to the gym. It's not my thing, yeah? And what we say about it is, like, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to run if you are not a runner. The goal is to choose something what you really enjoy and what brings joy to your life. And everybody has something. In pictures, again, you have, you can go for a walk. You can play with kids. Uh, you can return to the games which you used to play when you were a kid with your kids or maybe with the adult group. Even gardening is kind of exercise. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think people do get, they kind of, they, you hear exercise and you think, structured exercise or a sport or lifting weights or going for a run or whatever it is but it's it's not it's not exercise if you think of it kind of more as movement then i think that it kind of broadens the spectrum of things that you can do to get yourself kind of moving and it has like positive like uh connotation movement yes. when people say movement it's oh yes i move of course because other body from nature is meant to move we have muscles and when we don't move these muscles they are becoming like non-active you start aching you start having pains so more you move more fresh you are and more mm. pain-free you are more energetic you are so that's that's about movement. the last thing the point number three is about uh consistency what Lexi said 
you should be able to repeat your movement on daily basis. Yeah, so if you do these little things, you need to make sure that you do them every day. And normally you would do them. Then another good thing how to remember to do it is to connect it with something what you already do. For example, you have uh, breakfast and always after breakfast, maybe you go for a walk for five or ten minutes, one lap around the, around the block or sitting in or going out to the garden, anything. If you have a big garden, do a couple of lengths over there. I literally like the best thing is to connect something to what you already do because you will create a habit like that. Mm. Hmm. Have you have you got something like that, Lexi? Like Absolutely. That? What do I do? I I go to the gym every morning. It's the first thing I do when I wake Perfect. up. Perfect. I go. I, I'm there at six a.m. when it opens. I do my forty-five minute workout, and then it's done for the day. Oh, and I, I notice on the days when I miss that routine. I don't go later in the day. I don't. I wouldn't go after work. I, if it's not done in the morning, it doesn't get done because that's that's the routine that I've built. And works for you, isn't it? Like, yeah. do you feel the difference on the days when you go to the gym and when you don't? Definitely. I'm so much more alert and productive on the days when I've been to the gym than when I haven't worked out in the morning. It so just it wakes, it wakes you up. It gets your heart rate going. It just, yeah. I much prefer those days than the days when I don't go. And the creativity as well. Like it yeah. improves creativity. You are just boosting with the ideas. And if you, for example, are sitting on, long, on some project for a long time and suddenly you just go for a cycling ride around, so many ideas just come out. So, Absolutely, because there's not much there's not much else to concentrate on while you're doing the exercise. Exactly. So it gives, you, it gives your mind a chance to wander or daydream. And you kind of, yeah, you come up with ideas that you might not have come up with otherwise. So true. So that's all about the movement. What is really important, just have more movement in your day. Find activity which you really like and enjoy and be able to repeat it daily. And then, of course, if you are a person uh, who... I'll stop sharing for a second so I can see you. Because <laughs> it's really weird talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's it. Now I can see you, but can you still, yeah. can you still see my screen? Yeah, so you need to hit the red to stop sharing. Oh, I see. Okay. How strange. Yeah, I always use Zoom, and in Zoom, normally I have small pictures so I can see everybody in, like whoever is in the room with um, all the presentation. Oh, fair. And this one, I just saw my presentation. I didn't see anyone, so I was just talking to blank screen. <laughs> So funny. No problem. Yeah. And what what else I wanted to say about this movement, like uh you are the person who really loves the gym, you lift the weights and it really brings energy to you, yeah? Many yeah, people absolutely. are not like you. And those people, they can find these alternations like going for a walk, going for a cycle ride, or maybe just going skating outside. Now it was amazing weather today, so I've been swimming. Amazing. <laughs> and it's always good to have variety, yeah? Because when yeah. you do one thing, it becomes boring, and then you are not in the mood to do it. Yeah, and exactly. Another, another thing, how you can add the movement, you can consciously think about how you will alternate your activities which you normally do during the day like taking the train taking the bus uh taking escalators or 
uh, what else is like sitting all the time. So what's mm. really good to do is to think, oh, instead of these escalators, I can walk the stairs. Another thing, uh, instead of taking bus or train, you can walk for two stops maybe, and suddenly you feel straight away fresher. And uh, maybe, as I said, not sitting all day, but alternating standing station, sitting station, and that works really well as well. So yeah. all of these little things brings you to the peak, and then you are energetic, full of like good electric vibes, your good creativity, productivity. So it's really all what you need Absolutely. I work from home at a desk, so I'm always very conscious of the fact that I spend seven hours of my day sat down um so i always try and find little ways that i can bring in kind of more movement um and it's funny you mentioned the getting off the train early so when i go into london for work i used to get the tube from waterloo to the office i think it was four stops but i now do the 45 minute walk because you get to see more of the place that you're going to um and yeah it gets me an extra 90 minutes of exercise on a day when i'm in london when i would during the day i'll be sat in an office in wow. meetings but i know i've at least got my exercise in for the day that's amazing that's really good and that's what you want you want just to compile little moves so mm -hmm. you accumulate bigger action bigger motion per day so it doesn't count like that you haven't been in the gym you haven't done your one other because you didn't have time just add these little activities and it will compile and you will get what you need you just need Absolutely. to move yeah, and another thing, as Lex was saying, the gym and weights, that's very uh, important as well to include some kind of strength training. Like, I mean, conditioning. If you don't have weights, you can still train with your body. You can do some push-ups, squats, lunges, or you can have just resistance bands. And why is this important? Because you, are, you can rely on your body then. When your body is strong, suddenly you are not going to be surprised with some kind of injury or anything and you can again if you are reliable and confident in your body everything goes easy you can really perform at a high level absolutely i like i highly recommend doing um conditioning and body weight exercises the re um and weight exercises sorry the reason i started doing them doing them was because i'd been in a car accident and had really bad whiplash so i had injuries all over my shoulders and my back and my neck um and it got to the point where the the pain was kind of starting to subside but i'd lost all of the uh strength in pretty much my entire upper body um so i started but with body weight exercises because I couldn't lift anymore. Um, and then January 2021, 20, I started lifting weights. And now I really enjoy it because I've got the strength. It's, it's given me the strength back in my body. And I, I can now kind of appreciate what my body can do for me. Um, so, yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah, and it gives you that extra, again, extra push, isn't it? Like uh, when you are doing something in your work or you are working on your business or something, suddenly you feel strong as well. You feel yeah. confident and you have that feeling, yes, I can do that. Even if the big uh, problems come in your business, when you know that you are strong and you can lift a lot, so suddenly you feel, yes, I can deal with this problem as well. So it's not only about strength of body, but strength of your mind, because you feel more and more confident and you believe in yourself much more absolutely yeah definitely it gives you that that self-confidence that some of us perhaps are lacking and i'm a what five foot nothing uh female so i don't exactly look very imposing but i now my 
body strength is more than you would expect from somebody my height, which for me, I think is great. That's amazing. Now I saw your pictures in the gym. I really love it. It's really, really good. You are having really heavy dumbbells on the pictures I saw. <laughs> well done. So good. Yeah. And that's consistency is the thing, what you said. So you don't want to do it just once a day or once a week or once a month. You just want some kind of thing what you are able to keep and achieve. So for example, uh, how often do you go to the gym, Lexi? Uh, five times a week. Oh, perfect. Can, are you able to keep it like this every single week? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I end up, um, I'm on holiday or I travel for yeah. work and it interrupts that cycle. So the ideal is to do every every weekday and then at the weekend I would do different something different. Um, but yeah, it definitely gets, I'd say 90 90% of the time I end up doing five days a week. That's um, really good. There's definitely, there's definitely some times when that does not happen. Um, it's been over this, over the summer, I've noticed that it's, it's kind of slipped because yeah. I've been away and what have you. Um, but yeah, that, and then, like I said, when, when I don't manage to go, I'll try and find other ways to get movement into oh, the day. That's really good. Because uh, the same thing happened to my clients, especially now during summer holiday. They were leaving for holiday and they were like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm not going to do my training. I will lose it all that I have built up until now. So I gave them the solution. I told them, no, you don't have to do that. And what I prepared, I prepared like a little program for them, which is 15 minutes per day. It's just three moves. I gave them three moves, which are normally upper body, legs, and core. So it's combination of three moves and they have to do it first thing in the morning. I ask them to get up 15 minutes earlier and immediately do that workout. So we prepare a little video, they follow the video and they do it every day for five days. Same as you said, I ask them five days because normally they train about an hour or 45 minutes. So this one, like 15 minutes of early morning routine, it will keep them going. And now a couple of them return back already and they were, oh my God, that was so good and uh, we didn't see the difference literally they just st started where they finished and they didn't have any like guilt they could eat and celebrate and drink during holiday they didn't put too much weight on so it was perfect they really loved it that sounds great i like yeah the idea of doing it in the morning especially when you're on holiday because it means it's done because otherwise you get distracted by all the wonderful things that you're doing on holiday and you might kind of skip it and the fact there's only 15 minutes as well that's definitely doable no excuse exactly <laughs> so, so it was working so everyone mm. really who is watching and you struggle with this that you have no time you can find the time yeah. everybody can find 15 minutes for yourself if it's early in the morning it's the best and as Lexi knows and I'm sure everybody else that all the millionaires successful people and whoever are at the top performance they are doing their exercise early in the morning normally first thing yes absolutely so we can so for, those, from them. for those three exercises then what sort of things would you would you suggest i'm thinking for upper body maybe press-ups and then maybe squats and sit-ups would that, would that be the kind of moves that you'd have suggested definitely really good ones uh and especially something basic what they don't do too many mistakes with so they have correct posture correct alignment mm. so my clients they took the resistance band with them the small one and mm -hmm. first one was just literally opening and clenching shoulder blades together because it holds your shoulder girdle nicely and normally on holiday when you walk a lot or you sit a lot and drink what happens your back goes like this 
and then you yeah. start getting pain in your neck, in your upper back. So if you do that exercise every single morning, so what happens, you really strengthen your shoulder girdle. And when you are walking and doing activities, you are holding good position and you are strong. You're always clenching shoulder girdle. So that was mm -hmm. one which they were supposed to do. Second one was lunges, yeah, instead of squats, because we do lots of squats. So lunges are more difficult when you don't have weights because you need to hold the stability as well and balance. So there was lunges. And I asked them to do walking lunges as well if they have a chance, like, so not only stationary. And those, they work whole legs, your bum, uh, and your core as well, because you need to hold the stability. And the last mm -hmm. one, as you said, it was crunches with legs in tabletops. So legs were high and they had to cross as well. So they go through the whole range of the core, not only upper or lower, but sides as well. So we had very That's good so one. good. I love that. Yeah, just those, those three simple exercises for 15 minutes. And this is all you literally, sure. because you don't take any breaks. You just go from one to another. You do one set of three of them. Then you have a little break, sip of water, and again and three um, steps and that was it yeah so they came that's it, really 15 minutes. <laughs> job done i love that that's great what a nice anything. little one to fit in a mini exercise routine anything else you'd like to ask regarding the movement and exercise what would be maybe interesting for your audience i don't think so i think it's yeah just finding those little things that you can do so a lot of people don't like structured exercise it's not something that they particularly enjoy so my advice for those people would generally be try it because what i found when i i didn't used to like exercising at all i was fairly couch potato-y um but what i found was once i started doing it you get like you get obsessed with it you get the you get the the buzz from working out or running or walking or whatever it is that you're doing and eventually it makes you want to do it more because of how good you felt so I, I think you'll probably agree get through the first kind of few sessions and you'll start to really enjoy it um but if that's not for you then look at some of the things that um andrea was talking about about putting movement in where you might not necessarily have it so if you are sat at home like i am uh stand up for your meetings walk around the room while you're on the phone um walk to the shop instead of driving all those little things where you can just you can just add in a tiny a little bit of movement it doesn't have to be huge it doesn't have to be superimposing but yeah just get a little bit of of things in there like um like you said and it works yeah oh my god really good so let me finish that presentation i will go quickly over the rest of them it will be just briefly we will not spend too much time with that no problem so they have the idea mm -hmm. as you can tell the movement bit is something i'm very passionate about <laughs> nice <laughs> okay so here we go we finished the movement and there is always little three things which are the best to remember with everything. So second one was nutrition. First point was eat clean. So what do I mean by clean? Clean is uh, all the products you can find in the nature. And you have examples here, it's lots of vegetables, some kind of avocado, eggs, meat, if you are not vegetarian, water. Anything what is not clean is processed. And the processed food, you will find it everywhere in each supermarket. And you want to avoid that because when you process something, they add lots of additions inside, which are not healthy for you, especially lots of sugars, lots of ease, lots of salt, and you want to avoid those. So ideally you eat everything that you find in the nature. That's yeah. rule number one. Super simple. If it doesn't grow in nature, if you can't find it in nature, it's normally not good. 
And would you would you agree that a general rule when you're kind of doing your shopping in the supermarket would be that things that aren't in packaging generally exactly. aren't processed? Very good. That's a good one, yeah. Definitely. Good spot. And then, of course, reading the labels, what is in, but it will be for a long time. So <laughs> if you want another one on reading labels and everything, we can do that one, but we will not spend too much time with that today. Then second thing, again, another really good rule is eat when you are hungry. Many times we eat all the time. We nibble, we are tired, we uh, get some biscuits to not to get tired. We are, for example, struggling with something. We go, we take a piece of chocolate and so on and so on. But it's not the real hunger. It's something we are comforting ourselves with. And that's what we want to avoid. So we literally want to eat only when you feel that you are hungry. Mm. And I think also to, to eat when you are hungry. So I think some that people fall into the trap of trying to force themselves to eat in a certain pattern exactly. so they only eat at certain times of the day. But if you're hungry, you, I, I think you'll probably agree you need to eat because otherwise, you, I, I tend, I, if I've done it, I tend to find that I'll end up eating more because I've let myself get so hungry. So if you eat, listen to your body and eat when it's telling you it needs food, as opposed to just trying to stick to some sort of weird regimented i'm only eating at these times of the day type of things yeah that's why many diets they don't work because each person is individual you are different you are not hungry at the same time as everybody else is it depends what time you get up what kind of work you do if you are more sedentary or more moving it depends when your hunger comes yes very correct for sure and then um something else i think is worth mentioning here is i i personally am a big comfort eater if i'm bored or upset yeah. or angry I eat yeah. food. um but i was watching a film uh over the weekend just like a, a rom-com but they said something in it that i thought was really interesting um but it was related to alcohol but i think you can translate it into food as well and it was i never drink to feel better i only drink to feel even better so I've been thinking about that a lot this week and um, kind of employing that with food as well. So don't eat to make yourself feel better. Only eat when you are kind of feeling happy. Yeah, um, exactly. And another good <clears throat> thing is to compare this nutrition and the body to the car. So you need to put the correct fuel into the car so it's working. And that's what food is for our body. We just need to put the food in our body so we can function. Mm. So that's why we eat. Yeah? And there is nothing else as, like really to suffer and eat because we are not doing well to our bodies. Absolutely. It's the, it's the fuel that your body needs. So don't, don't deprive yourself of what, your, of what your body needs to kind of survive and thrive. Exactly. And with this one, you want to have a variety as well. You don't want to stuck with the same food. So that's why in first picture you have lots of colors. Mm. So that's a good thing to play with colors and have different colors on your plate. And you want to have some yeah. carbohydrates like vegetables. You want to have some proteins like uh, uh, meat or eggs. If you are vegetarian, there are lots of products which you can have as well. And a good fat as well. Always with each meal, have a good fat or with each snack. Because what happens, fat is helping to digest the food, to go through the uh intestines and uh, take the nutrients inside of the blood that's really interesting what yeah. other apart, so obviously you've shown avocados there avocados what else would you consider fat, yeah. um a good fat 
what else i have a good list i can send it to you later i can you can put it into the comment below there's a list of all the good fats and this is what people are sometimes struggling with they think that when they eat fat they are going to put on fat and that's that's actually the opposite like when you eat fat you are burning fat you become fat burning machine what's the problem if you eat too much sugar like um, uh, pasta bread and so on it's all sugar coming to Mm -hmm. you because it's carbohydrates and that's when your body relies on sugar for energy and if that happens then you are uh changing if you eat because other body it cannot absorb too much carbohydrates like mm-hmm. when you overtake in carbohydrates everything is being stored as a fat on your body so it's the sugar which is making us big fatty and puffy mm-hmm. it's not the fat so that's why people struggle not to eat fat and when they don't they actually put more fat on okay so we want lots of good fats yes but carbs in kind of moderation yes it's better to cut a little bit on carbs and especially on like um, starches Mm -hmm. so everything that is like pasta bread um white rice and uh, the good things are all the brown one again if you come back to the nature what can you find in the nature if you have white pasta white bread white rice they are depleted from the top from the cover yeah so Mm -hmm. they take all the like good things and they just leave us with the uh starches which are not really the best for you okay so if you ate like um brown rice and whole wheat pasta exactly I don't know if there's is there such a thing as brown potatoes? I don't know. Uh you um, can have the sweet potatoes. They sweet are much potatoes, perfect. Potatoes. Yeah. Just completely uh, forgot they existed for a minute. Oh um, yeah, yeah. They are in, in kind of potatoes. But again, if you do your plate, all of this carbohydrates, you want to have only one third of the plate. Yeah. One third ideally there is uh protein and good fat. And half yeah. of it is normally vegetables. Perfect. I think that's really important to note, though, because I think we see a lot in um, the like not the news, but magazines and on social media mm-hmm. that carbs are the devil. But we still need them. You still yeah, need carbs. Need to exactly. You absolutely should eat them, just yeah. not just in moderation. Just in moderation. It's good to have carbs as well with each meal because you need them for like good uh digestion but if you overdo them then body cannot uh, break down that many carbs and then mm-hmm. when it's starting to go somewhere to sit as other fed on the tummy or on the bum when you have too much but you need ha- you need to have some yeah did you say they were good for carbs were good for digestion uh that uh, i said that uh fat good fat is oh, good fat, for sorry. digestion and carbs if you have too much of the carbs yeah. then body cannot digest it it cannot break it down so it's putting right. it somewhere on the side which is on the side on the tummy or on the <laughs> somewhere else gotta put it somewhere <laughs> yeah exactly it needs to do something with it because if it doesn't go through the blood like nutrients it's nowhere to sit it okay perfect that makes sense that's another thing yeah and last thing is chew until your food is liquid so many people are rushing yeah you said you eat you quickly ate it and that's it what happens you didn't mix your food with saliva so all the nutrients minerals vitamins they were just gone you didn't literally have any effects from eating you just filled yourself up that's it 
But if you chew the food properly, again, everything, all the minerals, vitamins and good stuff goes nicely to the blood easier. So you should make the eating like a uh, like festival, you know, like you eat, you think about what you're eating, you are happy, you are enjoying every single uh, spoonful. And it should be kind of ceremony eating, not like I just love that. that. That's really interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I presumed that eating too quickly wasn't a good thing, but I was thinking more along the lines of you'd get indigestion or stomachache. I didn't realize that if you eat too quickly, you just don't take in the nutrients from food. Yeah, that's what happens. Like you just, it goes oh, straight wow. away into intestines. It doesn't go to the blood. So when it mixes with saliva more because you are chewing, so then all comes nicely to the blood and you can take it into you like a good thing. Yeah. How interesting. I will definitely be keeping an eye on that one. And another thing is, if you start eating slower, you will be fuller sooner. Mm. So, so won't means, eat as much. yes, you will not eat that much. And you can test it as well. Like when you have time, just sit nicely with your uh, plate or with your dish and eat slowly. And you will see you will not finish the whole, everything that is on your plate because you will be literally satisfied. Absolutely. I've actually, I've got a friend who we always, we always find that some of my other friends find this really odd, but he'll have a little break in the middle of his meal because it lets the food go down and what have you. And the rest of us think it's absolutely mad. And we're like, truly you want to keep eating, but he just, every meal he has, he has a little break in the middle. And it's actually, it's actually really impressive that he manages to do that. Um, it's a little shout out there to, to, to that. That's amazing. That's such a good (laughs) habit. I have never heard about that. It's great. Yeah. Every time he does it, I'm like, I really should do that, but my food's already finished. So, <laughs> perfect, brilliant. And the last thing about nutrition, I would um, uh, exaggerate water. Mm. So hydration. So I would recommend again to focus on it and drink constantly because we sometimes that, forget. Is that just water on its own, or would drinking things like um, uh, squash or herbal tea or coffee? Do they count as water or is it just water on its own? Yeah, that can be a long topic as well. (laughs) So the best thing is to drink like plain water because there is no calories, you have no no additives inside and it actually hydrates you. If you don't like taste of water, you can add a little bit of lemon juice inside, a little bit of lime juice. There are lots of... Like fresh... Fresh yeah. lemon and lime, you mean? Yeah, fresh lemon and lime, like squeezed, yeah. Hmm. Or you can put some kind of essential oils at the moment. They are very popular, like different uh, tastes, and they just make you just put one drop in and the water tastes differently. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a matter of habit, I think. Once you start drinking water, you would not like anything else in the water. It, it will not be same as exercise, as you said, that you are addictive. Then when they give you water with something, you feel, oh, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> Definitely. And I find I'm quite a big water drinker. And I find you can tell the, the different, the tastes of different types of water as well once you yes, get into it. very true. Which is very strange. Then, as you said, like squashes or any kind of syrups or anything, it's just sugar. So, yeah, adding sugar into your water. And as we know, sugar is not very healthy for us. We want to avoid that as much as possible mm-hmm. for our health. And uh, sugar, if you think about it, it's kind of a drug as well. So, if you take it, you want to have it more and more and more. It makes you hungrier. So, if you can avoid sugar, that's ideally better. <laughs> 
Okay, that's good to know. Then you said coffee. Again, it's another category. Coffee, it has caffeine inside, yeah? What does happen if you take caffeine in? It dehydrates you. So with oh. each coffee, you should have a glass of water to balance the level. I did not know that. I didn't know it dehydrated. I knew obviously caffeine can yeah. uh, increase your heart rate and keep you awake mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't realize it dehydrated. Yeah, you. it dehydrates you. It takes the water away from you. Yeah, it's caffeine and alcohol as well. Yeah, I knew that one. Um, <laughs> something I like to do is in first thing in the morning. Obviously, once you've when you've woken up from being asleep, you are naturally dehydrated because yes. you've been asleep for eight hours. So I always try and have water as soon as I wake up because then it rehydrates you. That's the best thing for your skin as well. You have less wrinkles <laughs> because you fill up your body with water and it's good for your brain as well because brain is lots of water. And as we know, we want to be high performers, high achievers. So yes, water gives you good energy and good thinking. Amazing. I love that. Brilliant. Can we move on to the next slide? wonderful so mindset so i think you have been talking a lot about mindset so just super quickly what is quite important with uh connection in exercise with exercise uh is thinking positively about your body especially so you want to feel good in your skin doesn't matter if you have some extra kilograms on the goal is that you love your body and you think that you are beautiful because mm. if you are exercising and eating well but if you look into the mirror and you say oh fuck, what's that <laughs> i look horrible so all your good things what you are doing you are kind of blocking yeah so mm-hmm. the good thing is to feel good about your body and for that yeah absolutely yeah, you agree with that, isn't it? And for that, meditation, journaling, gratitude, or uh, just breathing. I do lots of breathing with my clients, like literally just lie down and breathe and relax completely. All of them are perfect things to bring this yeah, positive absolutely. thinking about your body towards you. Yeah. I think that's great. I think one of one of the things that I like thinking about when it comes to exercise and moving is that it shouldn't feel like a chore it should feel like a celebration of what your body can do for you brilliant which i think is really important yes and you should be grateful that you are moving you are able to lift you are able to easily bend without the pain so it's all grateful that nature gave you such a good body and you can do so much exactly so i would just say this about mindset because i'm sure Lexi is talking to you about mindset and the last bit is the recovery restoration and with this one, first, the most important thing is sleep. The mm. uh, body recovers when it sleeps. And normally you would work all day long. And then if you don't have enough sleep, you feel tired, exhausted, and your brain is not functioning as well. So ideally... And your body hurts, yeah. generally. You get, oh. you don't, it doesn't recover. Yes. And then the injuries happens because you are yeah tired, exhausted, muscles pull apart or something. Yeah, so sleep is the best thing for your body that you can offer it. <laughs> so ideally, those seven hours minimum, seven, eight is perfect. Again, be careful if you sleep longer than nine or ten hours. It can make you tired as well. So ideally... Yeah, that's, I find that concept very strange. Yeah. You'd think if you were sleeping for longer, you'd feel more rested but you definitely don't you end up feeling more tired 
Yeah, so ideally, literally about those seven hours for adult person, that's enough to recover. If you go longer, then it's not a like deep sleep. It's just tossing around and it doesn't help anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely aim for between seven and eight every night. Oh, perfect. Really nice. Then second thing is to schedule your break daily. And this is what we focus as well with clients. Like sometimes you just go from early morning until late night without stopping. And if you do it two, three days in a row, on day number four, you're completely... um, how <laughs> K.O. <laughs> you're done yeah you can't function anymore but if you schedule same as you schedule exercise if you schedule your breaks for a day and that's what i ask them to do literally put it into your diary your break as well so you don't forget because it's super easy and for example again it can be some kind of cup of coffee in the garden or with his friends or after lunch it can be a bath or it can be just relaxing in the nature anything depends how much time you have each day and it's good Mm -hmm. to schedule short breaks every day then longer breaks breaks maybe once a week or big holiday when you always go on holidays it's good to be clear on when you are allowed to have a break Mm -hmm. and take it without guilt because when you take a break you become more productive again absolutely i think this subject is so important i think especially in the high performance community we i know that i certainly was guilty of this you just you feel like it's wasted time sometimes if you're taking a break and i used to i used to sit on work calls from morning till night without a break because i was like the work needs to get done it's still going to be there um if i take a break i've wasted that time i could have been doing something else um but i think the way i look at it now is that resting prevents uh overwhelm exactly from getting burnt out burn out so you might feel to start with like those rests are a waste of your time but imagine how much time you'd waste if you got burnt out um so yeah it's definitely definitely important to schedule in those those regular breaks the short ones daily and then the longer ones um less regularly yeah and exactly as you said for us high performance or people who are really ambitious and who love what they do it's so easy to be caught in this trap that you don't take a break that you just do your task because you are so engaged mm-hmm. and then if uh, you try to do it differently that you put your time blocks when you are working your arm goes off you take a little break you come back to it you realize that you're so much more productive and you are finishing tasks so much faster suddenly you have so much more time in your day for exercise for example <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so that's, you did that. that's how it works it's super important yeah and last thing is yeah, plan your pampering so again it's all about your body you are moving you are working hard you are exercising you are lifting so your body wants something different as well where you calm it down you pump it you allow it really nice time and to recover and pampering can be i don't know holiday it can be spa little pampering can be a bath at home with your essential oils so Amazing. anything so give it back to your body because you are using it every single day so much give something back invest some time absolutely (laughs) completely we all deserve a little pampering i think yeah do you agree yeah do you agree that we deserve yes yes sorry yes absolutely what's your favorite like do you have something what you do daily or maybe weekly or what do i um face masks i'm pretty big with um (laughs) i am not a fan of baths myself uh, but face masks, I'm I'm pretty pretty good with. 
generally love but what i really love on like weekly basis is just the food bath i don't know if you have heard about it it's like a small like a uh, bath you put feet inside oh a feet bath feet, i thought you said yeah. a food bath oh, feet, and sorry, i was very feet. interested in what this food bath what, was, what that I was very excited no it's just a feet, sorry <laughs> Beach bath sounds lovely. You put some salts, like I use some salts and some essential oils again for the good stand. You put the feed in, and as on the bottom of your feed, there is lots of these um, points which are coming to all nerves in your body. You feel so recovered. It's so amazing. That sounds great, especially for someone like yourself who's on your feet a lot. Like reflexology, you know, when people go for reflexology and Reiki, it's connected with all the different points. And they say that, for example, you can even heal the headache when you touch the correct spot on your foot at the bottom amazing so this is lovely and it really helped in this hot weather as well because i did like cold baths i put really icy water and i felt really cool all day long amazing (laughs) that's my favorite yeah a little life hack there (laughs) nice yeah so anyone else if you have something share in the comments below we would love to hear that (laughs) definitely yeah what does everyone else do for pampering yeah and I think we are by the end now. So the last question is why should you care about like yourself and prioritizing yourself? I think we said it many times, but just to summarize, to improve the quality of your life because you become strong, pain-free, confident, you shape up, you fall in love with your body, with your sexiness, you feel vibrant and almighty, you become present at the moment, you shine and spread the sparkle to the world. And you can perform like your best high-performing machine. Yes, absolutely. And I think I think some of the reasons people generally tend to not prioritize themselves is because they're prioritizing other people. That's it. First. Yes. Um, and it kind of comes back to we. I think hopefully most of us have seen the um, safety briefing when you get on an airplane and they tell you to put on your oxygen mask first. Exactly. You help anybody else because if you run out of oxygen, you can't help the people next to you. And it's the same thing with looking after your body if you don't look after your body eventually it's going to let you down and you're not going to be able to help the people that you've been prioritizing perfect i love this (laughs) exactly you are on my vibe (laughs) definitely this is definitely a subject that i'm quite passionate about but like like i said earlier the only reason i got so passionate about it is because my body did fail I well after the car accident and not being able to move and being in pain so often I became really conscious of how I could improve my well-being and my physical um attributes so that my body could do the things that it's meant to do naturally um I went through a period of about 11 months where I could barely lift my arms because of the pain so yeah it makes you very conscious of looking after yourself and doing things that that improve the the longevity of your life so that's my advice to everybody is to start now before you get a problem. Before you get so it'll help it'll help prevent a problem. I had something similar when I was eighteen. Uh suddenly my uh hips, hip joints, they started like making a noise. When I made the stab, it was like tick 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 and suddenly started aching when I was lifting it to the side as well. So I visited osteo not osteo, but uh orthopedic. Mm-hmm. And they told me that my hips are like 80 year old woman. 
and they said that it's from uh, like uh, from when I was born that I was born with hips uh, which were very close together and I had to wear like pampers which were spreading it apart so to bring oh, wow. it to the to the normal position and they told me like uh, the first uh, orthopedist I met he told me yeah there is nothing what we can do you will like soon be in the wheelchair and that's it and I was 18 years old yeah and I was oh, uh, wow. I was what I was doing that time I was playing ice hockey professional I was in the league and I was like what he can't do anything and uh, he told me that seriously I have to start looking after it because um, uh, it's gonna end up like that then I said, oh, my God, I can't end up on the wheelchair. I was, like, completely down for a couple of weeks. And then mm -hmm. I decided to check this uh, other person for different opinion. And my father, he had a friend who lost his leg when he was young. So he has, like, amputated leg. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has, like, wooden leg now from the knee down. And he's orthopedic as well. And he's uh, helping oh, wow. people. So I met him, like, sp a special appointment. And he told me, you know what? They can do some kind of surgery, which will uplift your hip. So it's not going to be, like, um, pressing against each other. Because it was the bones. They were pressing against each other. Mm -hmm. And that was the noise. And that's why when I was walking, it was hurting. And by the time, it was completely damaged. So I would not use it. Mm -hmm. So he did some kind of surgery. And then he told me, now it's all in your hands. You literally need to strengthen each muscle around that hip joint so you can function properly. And that's how I started with actually fitness when I started going to the gym. Because before, I was always active. I was skiing, mm -hmm. I was playing ice hockey, but I was never in the gym. And I didn't understand how the body works. But afterwards, yeah, I took all these courses and everything, and it so massively helped. So now I do again everything. I'm even running. What they told me, I will not be able to run. So the pain was completely gone since then. I'm really like fit and everything. That's amazing. Like, well done, you. Helping people you. as well. Yeah, going from 18 where you may have ended up in a wheelchair yeah. to all of the PT work you do now. That's amazing. And so it's so good because I experienced it, as you said, mm -hmm. on myself, and I know that it works. So many clients, when they came back with something that they have, especially knees, when they are runners or something, if you strengthen all the muscles around the knee, quads, calves, everything, suddenly mm -hmm. they don't need that knee, literally. They can do the stuff because all oh, the wow. muscles are holding it together. Yeah, so I exactly know what you're talking about after your... <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. I have found this session invaluable because, um, like I said, I'm really passionate about it and I, I'm sure the, the people in the group will do as well. But yeah, thank you for sharing. My pleasure. It was so nice to be here and so <laughs> compassionate because you are exactly on the same tune. You know it all. You are there. You are doing the things. So it's a pleasure to have conversations with people like this and hopefully we helped everybody else in the group. Yes, absolutely. So if any of you have got any questions once you're watching this back, just pop them in the comments um, and we'll get Andrea to respond to them for you. Brilliant. Yes, thank you very much. Have a lovely evening. Thank you. Same to you. Enjoy Bye. and everybody else. Bye.